0: back everyone hello hello everyone before we start i have to preface
1: did you just take a swipe at me no
0: i'm just saying no i'm just moving my <laughs> arms because i always talk with my hands did you know one of the other things i was taught in voice two things one i'm going against right now because i desperately needed coffee big no-no in voiceovers or if you want your voice to be in tip-top shape Don't drink caffeine. But I just had a cup of coffee, which I normally never do. I think the three and a half years we've been podcasting, I only had coffee three times. I
1: always, always, always.
0: I never. If I have a sip, I feel like I'm just going to disappear Mm -hmm. from anxiety and poof. (laughs) (laughs) It is not good. So I was going to say I'm really tired just to start off the show. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to sleep more. So I'm Mm -hmm. forcing myself to sleep, and I feel like when I do that, I'm grouchier and less rested. What's up with that?
1: That's a weird thing.
0: I'm much more energetic and totally pulled together when I go with my rhythms that are now, which is very little sleep. I force myself to sleep, or I have crazy dreams. I woke up very upset.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Obviously. I I told
0: you to stay away from me. Like, just don't talk to me right now. It was
1: a love is winning kind of day.
0: Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry. I apologize. But yeah, not in a good mood. I mean, I'm in a good mood now because we're all together here. Thank you, everyone, for listening. So, anyway, all right. So, we'll start. Ironically, the topic today is a three letter word J O Y, joy. Joy has been coming up a lot the last few years. For several reasons. And the more I think about it, the more I realize joy has been one of those big messages here and there. When you were in the hospital and I sought out help from spiritual people, Mm -hmm. energetically, joy was an issue. So I did everything in my power to bring joy. I don't know if you remember, but I had you chant certain phrases that had joy in them. The word joy. And then I I did the paintings of joy like I just did white canvases with just the word joy on them mm-hmm. that in, I remember. with mirrors I mean it's still up in our yes in our house so anyway joy and a few weeks ago Farnoush taught me to she, well she kept she kept messaging me asking me if I was okay the first time fine I'm like I'm good. <laughs> You know, the second, third, fourth time she asked, I'm like, "What's happening? Is some? Do, are you picking something up? Like, are you sensing? Because she's very intuitive, and I totally trust her. I'm like, mm-hmm. What? What are you seeing? Are you just? Are you not telling me something? Am I in trouble? Is the family in trouble? What's happening? Oh some Is some, is some bad stuff gonna go down? Like that, I'm not seeing. And she's like, No, no, no. <laughs> and so she explained to me the mystical. The Jewish mystical thing about when you... Oh, God, I'm going to say this the wrong way. I'm, I'm not going to say it, the The beautiful way she explains everything to me mm-hmm. is going to kind of go out the window as I try to explain it to you okay. guys. But here's... I mean, I'll, I'll just do it in my own little way right now. But when you are... And I learned this, by the way, and I know I'm all over the place. I think the coffee is just kicking, kicking in. Coffee's kicking in. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. So... <laughs> I was also taught this by Robert. You know, I studied spiritual response therapy, and he always said when you're doing light work, mm-hmm. energy work, light work, stuff like that, you're t- dealing with the highest energetic frequencies, frequencies, and energetics that you're bound to get something ca- that can be construed as interference. It's like a, it could be seen as a negative force, mm-hmm. right? It's something that takes you away from the joy away from the light you start having doubts or you start having weird hiccups hiccups and like weird things that happen right right and because i have been totally focused farnoosh was like are you okay and so she finally explained it to me i'm like well come to think of it you're right no (laughs) like remember i even got a boil like it was biblical stuff that was happening Right? right i had boils and everything i never even get a pimple anyway so that was a few weeks ago and the antidote am i pronouncing that right an antidote
1: antidote yes it's a good word
0: the antidote to that is joy and so what you need to do is focus on joy so you have to be a rebel when you get those thoughts in your head that says And you, and you think that they're your thoughts, but they're actually not your own thoughts. It's, it's just something that's trying to distract. So you do the opposite. You think of the thoughts that are in your head and you're like, well, I'm not good at this. I'm no good. It's never going to happen. Who am I to think this? Or who am I to be doing this? Right. This will never work. It could be any thought. It could be any thought, but whatever thought it is, it's not positive, right? Mm-hmm. To fix it, you focus on joy, but you have to do certain things. And we so we started talking about this. She gave me a very interesting challenge, which is as artists, and I think everyone is creative, every human being, every sentient being is creative. The earth is creative. Animals are, we are all animals, but like all creatures are Creative.
1: Well, we all have a biological need to to create, procreate, create. Especially as humans, we have this need to leave something behind after we're gone, even.
0: But even our friendships, it's all about creating. True. Creating bonds. The way we communicate with one another is incredibly creative. You're a computer programmer. It's incredibly creative. Yes. I didn't realize that until I met you. Hey-oh. Seriously. Even math. Math
1: can be for sure creative. I
0: mean, I used to purely think of it as mental abuse to humans, math. But now, I mean, it's still very abusive to me, the math. Mm -hmm. But I totally see it as a creative thing. It's not my frequency. I don't quite understand it still.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And, And it has been interesting helping our children through spaces of math, quote unquote, I mastered, which I didn't. There is no such thing as mastery in math for me anyways, but things that I had learned and watching them struggle in interesting ways and helping them through that by having them understand creative solutioning sometimes.
0: So going back to the creative thing, producing something creative every day to go against this force Mm -hmm. that's trying to get you off of your path to enlightenment your path off of the high that you're feeling right Right. the spiritual Mm well-being so what you do is every day you create something in honor of joy
1: interesting
0: it doesn't have to be something big It, it should be really something small that you do every day so she gave me this challenge to do it for 40 days. And every day I wrote it down, what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I did. of course, me, I didn't do small things. I did nope. big things. Yes. And then I burned out. Duh. So <laughs> I have to start all over again, I think. 40 whole days? 40 days. I think I made it to day 13 or something like <laughs> that. Or 14. I don't know. <laughs> it was a lot. It's, I, like, there's a lot in the day that I have to take care of. I get it. But I realized... How I put things off, I put joy off, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just running, rushing, trying to take care of everything. Mm -hmm. But I want to say all that stuff that I do take care of, even though I'm stressed out because everything's on a time limit, you know, like I have to be here at three, I have to be over there at two thirty, I have to make sure I do this, which takes 45 minutes and everything. It's just like a running. I don't know what you call it. But it's constant running, right? Yeah, no. There's day. there's
1: always a countdown clock, and you clear one countdown clock, and then there's the next one. I, I, yeah, it's, it's hard to
0: stop and have victory parties, you know. Yep. Even if it's for ten seconds, go, yay, we did it. No, because as soon as we're done with that, we're thinking, oh, I got to do this, and I'm late for this. Right. So there's no sense of party, and same with friendship. That's why the art of friendship has gone away. That's why our our, our friendship bonds aren't there. Because we are so, here's the four-letter word again, guys, busy. Right? It robs us of the joy. Yes. So, anyway, but tiny little things every day in honor of joy. So... Interesting, because I was doing this in my head, mm-hmm. or I was doing this, and I wasn't really like totally explaining it to you guys fully, like what I was taking part well, in.
1: In my mind, you were creating something every day that you could like take a step back from and say, that's me, I did that.
0: Right. But I do that every day anyway. But the, the thing but is it's the focus, standing back
1: and, and looking at it.
0: Right, and it's also like, this is ceremonial. This is in honor of joy that we're bringing in. You know what I'm saying? Well,
1: I thought it was for our neighbor across the st- What do you mean? <laughs> our neighbor, Joy.
0: Oh, my gosh. Kidding. So, anyway, so a few days ago, mm-hmm. you brought this thing up because it came across your desk.
1: It comes. I get random things coming across my desk all the time. Yes.
0: So, how did it come to you, this whole Joy thing?
1: So, long story short, in order to avoid paying attention to American sports scores... I get all my news from England. So when things sweep through England, I hear about them. So I know all about what's happening with Prime Minister Sunak, which I probably just butchered. Anyways, and so I, I see these things come across and, you know, clickbait, take a look, wonder about it, and then really start pondering what it all means, what it means. And this was talking about a week of, what, what did they call it?
0: It's seven minutes for seven days. They call it Big Joy.
1: Big Joy. There you go. Big Joy.
0: Finding joy in hard times. So you sent me the article. Yes.
1: And it was interesting because this was, interestingly enough, coming from England, we bounced back to America, to Berkeley. And I want to say it's it's literally UC Berkeley, but it's Berkeley.edu. It's
0: called A Citizen Science Project... Based at the Greater Good Science Center at UC Berkeley. So if you want to check it out, Google Citizen Science Project based at the Greater Good Science Center at UC Berkeley.
1: And UC Berkeley is one of these like weird places because it's it one was... one of the
0: big universities in the United States.
1: It's it, A lot of really smart people, very hippie. It, was, it, like, used to it be. was like it was like the birth it was almost like one of the birthplaces really of the whole peace, love and understanding kind of movements. And right. but they're really smart people there. Of course they didn't let me in, but <laughs> <laughs> they're really really smart people. So it's interesting you almost want to sit up and take a look when they're interested in something.
0: Can I say what the 7 days consisted of? Yeah, absolutely. Should I do it now or after your your thoughts? No,
1: no, no. Okay. Do it now.
0: All right. So you sent me this article, so I took a look at it. But it reminded me of what Farnush was making me do. Farnush, if you all don't know, she's my childhood friend. And I love her so much. Hello. Okay. It's basically seven days. Seven days, seven, seven minutes, seven days straight. They start with a day zero, though. Day zero, it's called getting started. And I guess they make you listen to people laughing. It's just audio of people laughing. And then you complete a questionnaire about the satisfaction and the amount of common humanity you feel for others. So you fill out a questionnaire, Mm -hmm. right? And then day one, your assignment is to ask someone to tell you about something fun, wonderful, or inspiring that they've experienced or something that made them feel proud. Then at the end of the day, you rate your day like how you felt, right? Right. So that's day one. Day two is, I think there was a title that said, you are a force of good, right? Right. There's a morning check-in and then it makes you do the separating of emotions as opposed to like you feel a jumble of things throughout the day. Mm -hmm. So you're supposed to separate them by writing down the pleasant emotions that you have and then writing down the unpleasant emotions that you have. And I think that makes you realize that they are indeed separate. So you can distinguish between the two, right. like what's happening. And then the task is to listen to a Buddhist prayer. So.
1: And that's really bizarre that they have you do that, honestly. I don't know. I, I think it's just to introduce, I think, the Western audience, the mm-hmm. quote unquote American audience, to something that is so radically different. Mm. But in a way, it's kind of a cheat. I think that there's a lot of religion here that's gotten very almost like packaged up as like a product that you're given that's, as opposed to yeah. really something that if you are, if you do belong to an organized religion, you should feel it in your heart and in your something else yeah. and in your head. But it's, right. the, it's that something else that you feel
0: So many things are now packaged up these days. Mm -hmm. Everything is packaged up. What else was packaged up the other day? I was like, I was doing something and someone pointed out how that's packaged. I'll remember, I'm sorry, probably (laughs) in the middle of the podcast and I'll blurt it out. But yeah, like I could see how it's just, I don't know. When you study different religions and, you know, all religions Mm -hmm. and you study in depth certain things, you start to understand that in a very superficial way, people take something and then claim it as their own or take something and claim it as someone else. Like, I don't know. I just, whatever it is. Let me just finish. Okay, I'm sorry. You you all know what I'm talking about, though, right? It's like appropriation.
1: Yeah. And that's how this feels. That stuff Mm -hmm. felt to me.
0: So anyway, day three, shift your perspective. Think of a time recently that you felt frustrated, anxious, or upset. Then write three positive things that came out of it. So write down things that made you upset and then the good things that came out of them. All right. Day four, make a gratitude list. Again, this is when I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) I'm kind of over the whole... Not the gratitude part, but like we were saying, it gets so packaged.
1: Right. Yeah, it, it definitely felt felt like once but again, it, but they're again, trying to package something.
0: Yeah, but again, if you actually do it with heart, mm-hmm. it does help. But reading it, it I kind of it, I feel like, ew. <laughs> you know, like when people say, make the gratitude list or self-care. I've said from the beginning for three and a half years now. Right. Like I kind of want to vomit
1: i've got two minutes let me do some self-care Self care like that like that two minutes you spend is gonna help you for the next like 40 days it's like
0: the no word you know like years ago when oprah was like we as women have to say no and i just found that women were so ugly about it about saying no it was and saying no to each other Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I wasn't into it. I, I I totally disagree with saying no. I agree with doing things and not doing things that you're not supposed to do because it's not in you. But to be so blatant about it and say, I'm going to practice saying no. Like it was ugly.
1: Well, it felt like they were they were just practicing saying no to you.
0: Well, it's always directed at a person who doesn't deserve it. It's like when you have anger and you are afraid to unleash it on the person that deserves it. Mm -hmm. So you give it to a person that you feel is weaker than you. Right. I just felt that a lot of that was happening with the no word. Mm -hmm. You know, they weren't really saying it to the authority that perhaps they were thinking about. Right. Anyway, so make a gratitude list. Sorry. Totally diverged there. (laughs) Day five, dwell in awe. They send you a a video of Yosemite looking at nature or something. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I say like the squirrels outside, I'm in awe of these guys or like birds, whatever. When when I see a
1: bird just like hanging out there with not flapping, just he's literally almost like painted in the sky and he's not moving and he's just zoom. It's like, oh,
0: or like looking at the magic in life, you know? The relationships we have with one another. Right. I'm in awe. Like the the spiritual, mystical things that happen on a daily basis. If you stop and go, whoa, that right there was a miracle. Mm-hmm. In awe. Like even this morning. Okay, so I've been telling you. Isn't it amazing that nature and all the creatures in nature except for humans don't need clocks. They know precisely where to be at 730 in the morning. 6:45 in the morning. All right, you don't need a clock. Matt <laughs> is raising his hand like I don't need he doesn't like alarm clocks. He just wakes up. I just wake up. So, I used to be that way. But um <laughs> but so for the past 2 weeks, something's been scratching at our wall. Our bedroom is near the roof of the house, and every day at the same time, something's scratching away like crazy. It sounds like it's either in the wall or outside. I can't tell what's going on. Mm-hmm. I wonder what kind of creature that is. And I know it's a creature because I'll knock and it'll knock back just like that. Like we'll go back and forth. So I'm like, okay, that something's communicating here. Right. Right. And every time I go to look to see what's doing that, I don't see anything. I'm like, oh my God, please be on the outside of the house and not inside. <laughs> So anyway, it's been days of this. Mm-hmm. And then today, I was thinking, if I put my boots on right now and go outside, I know you're going to be gone. I'm going to be pissed. So Because <sighs> it's cold. <laughs> I'm going to be mad. So anyway, I was just laying there thinking about it. And the, this big bird, not big, big, but it was one of those blue jays, mm-hmm. robins. I don't know. One of those. with a... Blue jays are
1: definitely blue. Robins have the red chest. I think chest. it was a blue jay. Okay.
0: I couldn't tell because the sun was behind. It was like a silhouette. And then our our windows that need replacing. I can't really see through them very well. Yeah. No, I can't see anyway, through them either. But the bird came and it was really uncomfortable for the bird too, to sit where it did. Mm-hmm. Like it couldn't sit there. So it had to flap and make sure it stayed there. It was quite the feat to do that. But it showed me who was doing that. Mm -hmm. I know that that bird was telling me what was going on. Because it felt me. I feel like it felt me wanting to know who was there. I'm like, thank you. I was in awe of that. You know what I'm saying? So that's an example for me of how I find awe. So that's to dwell in awe. That's day number five. Day number six... Tune into what matters. They have you rate your values, virtue, fairness, goodwill, and unity, and explain how they inform and shape your life day to day. All right. Day seven, do something kind for five different people. So what came out of this was they found that the majority of people who found the joy, they found that the tasks that involved other people made people feel the happiest. Do you hear that? Yes. That's a bird. That's what I hear early in the morning. That's a bird. Do you all hear that out there? Oh, my God. I'm telling you, right? Okay. Okay. And anyway, sorry, guys. So it's interesting, back to friendship, everything that brings a spark of joy, it's in relation with other people when you're connecting with other people.
1: Well, I think it's in relation to other entities, other living creatures, because you just directly referenced a bird.
0: Yeah. And honestly, I
1: can remember a point in time where
0: That was the awe
1: part. Though. I uh, you do make an interesting point, but yet having that awe it's like takes me out of myself. And that's the good part. That's the good thing.
0: See, I just want to be careful because people are like, "I only want to talk to cats. I hate people." Ooh. So, I'm thinking about about that when you say that. Okay. And I do think it's true that when you do connect with others, that that does give you a joy. Yes. It's different than having total respect and awe and feeling beauty looking at nature and looking at other animals. Yes. However, I think the connection that we have with others, that is something really beyond special. I mean, think about why, why Coffee shops are so big, have been so big now for decades. It's the only place people can be together. You may not know the person, you may not have anyone in your life, but to go to a coffee shop and sit amongst others? hmm I mean, think about it. Why would you pay $11 for a cup of coffee? That's crazy. Because you're connecting with people. Right. Even if you're just sitting in the same mm-hmm. room with them. You don't even have to talk to them. Right?
1: Yes. it's, it's... So I,
0: I'm sorry I cut you off, but go ahead. Oh. I cut you
1: off again. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. You cut my key. Um, (laughs) Sorry. No, it's funny. I was at a coffee shop this morning, and I was really thinking about it. And it's sometimes enough to just feel like, and this is the way I described it this morning, it's enough just to kind of, it's almost like you're dipping your toe in the river. And the river is like everybody, is humanity, is this fantastic connection with people when just being around it can feel... Nurturing for sure.
0: You were totally immersed in this whole idea of joy. Yes. It's something I've been thinking about since. I'm sorry to bring this up again, guys, but it's something I've always thought about since you were in the hospital a few years ago.
1: And that is a good moment to reflect and go, oh my God, I need to not. I need to
0: joy was missing. I need
1: to understand how to feel joy yeah, even right. in the midst of whatever this is. Yeah,
0: it's a very necessary thing. So we need to remember how to do it and don't go for the big joy in that. I think that, that's another problem I had with this because it's called big joy.
1: And that's just it. I want to call it like micro or mini joy. It's right. it's it's about it's about what you focus on grows. It's about what, you know, giving a little getting back, maybe a ton. Mm-hmm. And honestly, all of this, and, and I think by and large, when we start really thinking about joy and increasing joy in our lives because we're inherently selfish, always involves increasing joy around us. And it's about getting out of our own way. It's about getting out of whatever it is we're looking at at a given moment, it's like it can feel like in moments of of stress that, or moments of there's so many things to do that we're staring at a brick wall. Mm-hmm. And this is forcing us to take five steps back and really look at the whole wall instead of just this one brick that's in front of us and then even further back and you realize that how much interconnectedness and really how much it's like, oh, what's the word? It's like you, you're getting out of the emotion, you're getting out of your emotional way and trying to connect to your logical self, which is impossible to do. But for a few seconds a day, you can do it and then you can feel nurtured by that. So, you know, feel awe. All of a sudden you're like, you know, I always think about J.R.R. Tolkien and, and Bilbo Baggins, who's like, I'm just such a little hobbit in the face of it. And he does all these wonderful things in his adventures, but he keeps such an inherent kind of humility about the whole thing and gratefulness and gratitude about surviving. And I know it's a fictional character and whatnot, but it still helps me really think through getting out of my own way, getting out of my own head and trying to see the bigger
0: world. I don't think anything's fictional. I think everything is nonfiction. I think all that is real. Anything that you've imagined that you've written about, it all exists. That's why I get mad at so many horror movies or movies that are just bad. Because I'm thinking, look at what you're bringing into reality. And then all these people are watching it and embracing it and embodying it. So we have to be careful. But... I don't know. Did I make this clear about what Farnoosh said, though, about creating art every day as creatives, as creative people, as an artist to create something small every day that will keep you in balance. So if you feel like, wow, I had a really bad day yesterday or I got really angry or like I had spouts of rage, you have to think about it. And usually it's because you didn't do your art, whatever your art is. Whatever your way of producing creating mm-hmm. is, you have to make sure that you honor it every day, like ceremonially create something
1: yeah if if I spend more than two days and I don't write any programming code, mm-hmm. I feel off I feel said uh, to say less feels uncomfortable to say from a logical point of view, but I do uh you know right now it's it's cold and I don't want to go out for bike rides, period. So I'm on the stationary, but if I don't do the stationary for like two or three days, something feels off. It's like I need to... Stagnant, right? Maybe. I need to produce, and, and which is interesting because, yeah, that's one of the things that... Uh, one of the other lessons learned from similar studies to show that just like exercising, really, you have to you have to continue living in the moment and expressing joy and all of these other wonderful things that that this little seven-day, seven-minute thing would have you do. Because it's when you stop, just like exercising. You stop exercising, all of a sudden, in the short term, everything maybe is fine, but in the long term, you start feeling not so good.
0: Again, the big reminder is joy, especially in times of hardship. Joy when times are hard, guys. When there's so much sorrow, you need joy. That is life force. Do not feel guilty about experiencing joy. You need to. It is a necessity. It is a life force. And that's what I want to close it off with. But I think you want to say some other things, right, babe?
1: Well, they did notice that even doing what's described here, they they did notice a 25% increase in emotional well-being after just one week. Wow. And that's about an hour's worth of time over a week.
0: I mean, it's really instantaneous. You well, can say a prayer or you can look at something mm-hmm. and immediately, forget the 25% or 12%, whatever it is, <laughs> you have a total shift in consciousness. You have a complete shift in frequency.
1: And honestly, I think a lot of it has to do with you get out of the me, 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 and you get to a us, 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 us.
0: I want to say you get to a universal all being.
1: And yes. there you go, which you are part of. So it's the us, us, us.
0: Yeah, for me, us as is still limited. You know, I'm thinking about all space and right. time.
1: Right, I know, I know. I'm I'm still too selfish.
0: No, you're not. <laughs> you're focused, myopic. Perhaps, exact, exactly, exactly.
1: Again, with the brick wall right in my face. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: That's a word I learned from you, by the way. Myopic. Ah, it's That's a good word, word isn't it? It Just means yeah.
1: nearsighted, but still, tunnel visioned, right? You, you, yeah, but you throw that out, and everybody's like, "Oh, oh, okay, super, <laughs> super smarty pants." Myopic.
0: Well, it's it's interesting. I wonder if it comes from Maya, which is illusion. Myopic. Do you think it comes from? Well, the- it's
1: M Y, so it becomes oh, interesting. Never mind. Okay, but um, honestly, honestly, the keys to me are. And and on you know, God, and again I'm gonna say honestly, oh my goodness, I gotta stop that. <laughs> but like I had a little uncomfort this week, discomfort this week, just because things at work are tricky, right? And it wasn't until I was just started to get out of my own way and really try and look at the situation like from a spot six feet back from me instead of like through my eyes that I, I started to realize certain things. And, you know, and honestly, I tried to shift. I shifted my perspective. But more importantly, I, I saw a negative and I started to take steps to address it. And that made me feel better than anything.
0: Did I help with that? that <laughs> Did me? I do that? <laughs> You guys, I'm usually in the kitchen, and Matt comes in and says some stuff. I'm like, okay, can you now say three happy things about that situation? No, (laughs) (laughs) no, I cannot. (laughs) It's terrible. You flipped it on me the other day. I don't remember what it was. I'm like, oh, I got angry. <sighs> and I'm like, nope, nope, you're right. All right, let me think of three. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying.
1: But it's it's so much, so much of joy, I think, revolves around either exercising those muscles, which you should be doing, but in order to start getting to a place where you can exercise those muscles, it's about really reflecting. It's either about, as I said, getting three feet behind yourself and taking a look at the situation or remembering points in time where bad things maybe happened and the good that came out of those bad things.
0: Right. But see how things happen. You know, Farnouche told me about doing this and Mm -hmm. I was doing it and... I know those, and then, those breads you
1: made were awesome.
0: Right. So I baked breads and I had joy notes in the breads that I baked and they weren't normal bread either. It was not normal bread. It was like gorgeous. Well, Every wel- single one. Welcome to my world. Nothing's normal. Nothing is normal because, you know, I'm Persian.
1: Everything is awesome.
0: <laughs> but like, yeah, like these gorgeous loaves, I would just figure out a completely different way to bake bread, not following a recipe, just like following my intuition, using creativity. But they were all intended for joy. And then somehow it came across your desk as an article, made you pay attention to it. All because of Farnoos June. Thank you, Farnus June. Love you.
1: So another thing that's interesting, different studies which have increased joy in others also talk about, and I know we're trying to wrap up the show, but here I am. Um, (laughs) Matt
0: saw me looking at the clock.
1: (laughs) They do talk about creating a gratitude list. Other people talk about creating just a journal where you write things you're grateful for, period. And this is ongoing. But the, the other interesting thing I, I thought was, you know, perhaps particularly relevant if to us is that they also talked about setting a goal and tracking it can bring joy. And that's something that we have done that we're talking about doing again. So,
0: Right. Right. No matter how bad things got, I would look at the bulletin board that I had created. With the family, we put goals together. We came up with goals and I made this creative vision board, I guess you call it. Right. And even though if I was scared or feeling helpless or hopeless, I would look at that and go, nope, that's the goal. We're going to do it. You know, look at how pretty that picture is. Mm-hmm. That's our future. Right. It brought joy. Exactly. You know, it made it happen. Um, anything else you want to share? I think
1: that's enough Diversion.
0: Did we diverge?
1: Well, I did there at the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you so much for being such amazing friends to us, for listening to us. We Absolutely. We really appreciate you.
1: It take some time. Do some reflection. Do something nice for somebody. Joy.
0: Do something nice for yourself.
1: And yourself, yes. Yeah. But do something nice for someone else, too
0: and have a beautiful every day we'll talk to you soon if you need us before then please reach out to us you know how to get a hold of us our friendlyworldpodcast.com connects us immediately
1: there you go okay. yes okay
0: um again thank you we love you talk to you soon Be well.